Hi, everyone, and welcome to Everything with Jenna. My name is Jenna, and this is Everything with Me. And this is my little podcast, my little corner of the podcasting universe, just to talk about random things that are happening in and around my life, especially more around my life, because, hey, guys, it's like, what, month four of quarantine-ish, life-ish, as we know it our new normal, even though as I keep saying, there is absolutely nothing normal about this new normal. And 4th of July, you guys, it's Independence Day. Can you believe it? I can't even believe it. 4th of July. And I have to say for me, this is an unusual 4th of July, as it is, I'm sure for many people. But for me, it's a little bit even more unusual. So let me tell you a little bit about my 4th of July history. Way, way, way back in the day, We're talking 2011, I had started a job as a community organizer event planner. Um, The specific title is lifestyle director for a large scale master plan community in uh, Las Vegas. And so with that job, I had a marketing, advertising background, all this stuff, right? So I take this job. 2011, uh, May of 2011. So at the time, we the community was building a very large park. And I told my boss, I said, hey, for 4th of July, we should do a fireworks show next year when it opens and after it opens. And he was like, absolutely not. No way. And I'm like, no, I really think it could be really great. And he was just like, Jenna, no, we are not doing, there's no way you're going to be able to pull the permits, nothing like that, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, really? Oh, really? You want to watch me? So we had gone to an outing, excuse me, at the local uh, minor league baseball park. They since have moved and have a much better stadium and all this stuff. But at the time, it was in downtown Las Vegas, still a lot of fun. And there was a fireworks show. And I remember turning around and looking at him and his boss at the time. So my boss's boss and saying, like, we can do this. And he just was like, no, not going to happen. And I was just like, challenge accepted. So I started working through some contacts that I had. And I ended up working with a really great company that was an international company that does fireworks displays. And the park that we were building at the time was opening in December. And I said, Hey, can I make a deal with you? How about we do a fireworks show in December to open this park? And then if we do that now, can we get a good deal for 4th of July? And they were like, absolutely. So we did. And everything was awesome. And thus started my spiral into 4th of July hell, (laughs) to be blatantly honest. Uh, So 2012, we had our very first 4th of July event, and it rained during the day. And so there was a big concern, but the rain cleared and we ended up having an amazing event. And we probably had about 4000 people attend that event. So it was pretty big. The next year, we got even bigger, we had about 6000 people attend the event. The year after that, we probably had about 8,000 people attend the event. Meanwhile, we started working with the developers and marketing and all kinds of stuff. So as of the year of 2015, we had about 16 to, we guesstimate, 16 to 18,000 people in attendance for this particular event band, the whole thing. I mean, we had it was simulcast live on one of the radio stations. So the music matched up with the fireworks. It was out of control crazy. 
I had uh, the police department, of course, out there. I mean, it was just on and on and on. It was so incredibly crazy to the point where the city of Las Vegas said to us and said to me specifically, Jenna, you can't have this event anymore because guess what? It is way too out of hand, way too scary, way too many people. Because at the time, we were the only family-friendly event, full-on event in the city of Las Vegas. So while other people shoot off fireworks and do things, we were the only event that happened on the 4th of July. So with that being said, we had to take a year off and boy, were people pissed off about that because now it had become this family tradition, right? From for four years or whatever, people had been attending this event no longer than that. What I can't do math, 12, four, uh, five years, six years, people had been attending this event. So we took a year off. So 2016, I had a reprieve. I did not host a 4th of July event. We came back with a vengeance in 2017, totally, completely changed everything about it, stopped doing a big, large-scale event for marketing purposes, and everyone in the city could come. They had to now be residents of the community, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, we're talking Homeland Securities involved, the whole thing, right? So fencing the park off completely, security checks, Disneyland style. I mean, you name it, we did it. And so it really turned out to be a great event. But oh my gosh, it's the biggest event that I consistently put on year after year after year. So if you have been a listener of this podcast, then you know that I recently was promoted within my company, which is incredibly awesome. And I am no longer the lifestyle director for that particular community. However, I still oversee that community and as far as working with their team. Well, enter coronavirus, enter COVID-19, and they were still planning on moving forward with the event, but after things started getting shut down and everything like that, and it was just, it was decided not to hold a 4th of July event this year. I said, maybe keep the fireworks, but there is concern that people would still gather even though there was no event and that sort of thing. So... With that all being said, this is the first year since 2016 that there has not been a 4th of July event at this particular community, and meaning that it's really only the second year since 2012 that I have not had an event to plan for 4th of July. And the year that we took 4th of July off, we still did a huge summer event. We did all kinds of stuff. We called it Summer Bash. And so I was still planning this like major big old event, right? So this is the first year in since 2012 and it's 2020 so eight years that I have not actually planned a large-scale summer event so I kind of don't even know what to do with myself you guys I mean I know what to do with myself in that like I'm gonna be in my pool I don't know what it looks like in my neighborhood uh my husband consistently says I mean last year he texted me during my event and he said Hey, just so you know, it looks like uh, World War Three over here with everything going off. Uh, so I, I have a feeling, especially because so many events have been canceled, that it's going to lead to a lot of illegal fireworks here in Las Vegas. And from what I understand, basically around the country. It's interesting. It's an interesting time. Uh, it's interesting to celebrate America and not really celebrate America. It's very unusual. Uh, it's an interesting Boy, you guys, I just have to say, I cannot believe it's the 4th of July, and I cannot believe that we're in lockdown, and this is where we're at. This is how it's going on. You know, it's just 
to me, I'm still blown away, no pun intended, by everything that's happening and the fact that we are still in this pandemic and the numbers are increasing. Of course they're increasing, right? Like, am I the only person? My husband and I actually were talking about that. Like, duh, of course they're going to increase. Everything's opening back up. So now you see all these states reversing and now it's like you have to wear a mask when you go out in public and which we have been wearing masks since March. So there's that. But anyways, long story short, I do find it interesting. I find it I find it an interesting time to be living in and dealing with all of these rules and what's open and what's not and where can you go and where can't you go and what does this look like and and why can't we do this? And then trying to explain that to people as to why things aren't open and it is for their safety or the extremely large costs added to maintaining normal normal, quote unquote, normal things like pools. So we have a lot of our communities that my company works with, and they all, a lot of them have pools. Well, now because of government restrictions and health uh, health districts and things like that, they can only have 50% capacity. So how do you do that? You have reservations. And so people are pissed off that they have to make a reservation. And it's like we're trying to protect you from yourself, number one. But two, we don't want to get in trouble with the government either. You know, I mean, I know that this is the United States of America, land of freedom, but not really. You still have to follow the laws. People don't, but you, but like any normal law abiding organization will, right? That's <laughs> not kind of how I see it. So it's very interesting. I, I just think that everyone is so angry. And I talked a lot about the Black Lives Matter a few podcasts ago, but people are angry and I think they have every right to be angry, but I think there's so much pent up frustration and people just want to go out and they want to live a quote normal life. And there is no normalcy. There won't be normalcy. I was talking to someone the other day and I said, honestly, I think this is going to last a year. I think it's really going to be like next spring before we see somewhat a return to what we deem as normal and at that point, we'll all be so used to this as being normal, it's going to be then be a shift as well. So the reality is, is we're in this for the long haul. I think we can all appreciate that. Unfortunately, people are getting sick and people are dying. And that's really where we're at right now, right? People are getting sick and people are dying. And no, not everyone is dying. And yes, if I hear one more, you know, well, the flu, this is different. The flu is different than the coronavirus. I would hope the hell we all can agree on that. It's different. So wear your mask, do what you got to do, stay home to the best of your ability, you know, do what you have to do. It is challenging. I'm not going to lie. I am really bummed that we aren't doing something. I was so looking forward to this being my first year of not having to plan an event and maybe going somewhere and doing something for the 4th of July. Well, it turns out I'm going to my backyard and I'm going to have a hot dog and I'm probably just going to be hanging out in my pool. But I'm lucky that I have that opportunity. Not everyone does, obviously. So, you know, it's interesting. I I really hope that however you're choosing to celebrate the 4th of July, that you're doing it safely uh, and that you are still being happy, even though it's challenging at times. But the reality is, is we're in this for the long haul, but this nothing lasts forever. And that's what I keep trying to remind myself to. Nothing lasts forever. 
just chill the hell out, Jenna. It's okay. You know, because I do, I get really wound up sometimes. I get very frustrated in that I can't do what I want to do. But then again, not everyone can do what they want to do. And that's kind of the way life is sometimes, right? I don't know. I mean, right? I guess. I don't know. So anyways, I'm curious to know how are you celebrating America's Independence Day, America's birthday? What's uh, What are your plans? Are you eating a hot dog? One of my favorite things to watch on 4th of July is the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Even working the 4th of July, normally, obviously, the event doesn't start until the evening time, like 5 o'clock-ish. So I always watch it on on the new or on ESPN or whatever. I hear they are doing it this year, but I guess it's going to be different with no... Um, no people cheering on. But I was thinking about this this morning and I'm like, how are they going to do that where like, because you know how like if you all have ever seen it, like they're all lined up super tight together and then they have all the girls behind them with the counting card things, almost like ring cards. And I wonder how they're going to do that. I wonder if they're just not going to have as many people participate. I don't know. Anyways, I'd be very curious to know. I can't wait to see how they do it. But, you know, it is America's birthday, 244 years old. And honestly, we're still kind of babies in in the way that we are acting. And obviously, Europe, where many of our great ancestors, ancestors came from, they're not even allowing us to go to Europe. So, you know, because we're like the child who didn't listen to what we were told to do. And now they're like, no, 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 no vacation for you, Paris. No, London, absolutely not. No, 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 no. United States, you are grounded and you're going to think about your choices. And when you're able to, you know, act better, then you can come out of your room and then you can go come and visit us. It's ridiculous, isn't it? I just... Every day, I I swear, I know I'm just rambling, but I swear every day I just brace for impact as to what the holy hell is going to happen next. Like, where are we going? What is happening here? But in the interim, I just watch, you know, work from home, watch Magnum. I found a new love for Magnum from 1981 to 86, I believe, uh, with Tom Selleck. So on the Hallmark Mystery Channel, um, at least locally my time at... Uh, I think it's at noon. So yeah, it's normally when I'm like stopping to take a break for lunch. So Magnum is on. So I've been thoroughly enjoying that. I mean, it's actually very clever. Now I know why my mom loved that show back in the day. So now I'm aware of that. Uh, But (laughs) my husband's like, you're seriously watching Magnum? I'm like, yeah, I really enjoy it. And oh, you guys, I almost forgot to tell you. So I've been working from home since March, like I was saying. And One of our bedrooms, I have an office set up, and that's where I record this podcast from and and things like that. And and I've been working from this office, and slowly but surely, I've been adding things here and there. Well, I got a new couch for my office, and I absolutely love it. So when I take a break from work, and it's hotter than hell outside because I live in Las Vegas, actually hasn't been too, too hot this year, honestly, which is weird. So I'm sure that's coming. Uh, But now I can sit on my couch and watch Magnum. So it's been very exciting. Uh, My mom gave me an old mirror. It was like a wall mirror. It's like a like almost like an entry mirror, I guess. And it was painted that light, you know, that light oak color that like everything was painted in like the 90s, like that almost like orangey yellow. I don't know. Anyways, I painted it gray 
um, I used chalk paint and that was the first time I've used that and it was super easy to use and it was super fun. So I painted it and so that's going up in here and we had to take the treadmill out of the office because I realistically am going to get way more use out of a couch than the treadmill, which I barely go on. So that was a whole situation trying to get it out of here. So on a side note, why is it that treadmills are built so wide that they don't fit through a door frame? What is that all about? Like, why can't they invent a treadmill that's easily collapsed down so you can actually move it through a door frame? It's so stupid. We had to take the door off of my office because of it, because even taking the thing off and doing this and doing that, this thing has like shock absorbers and all this stuff. And it's great and everything. It's a really, really nice treadmill. But I asked my husband, because I wasn't here when they delivered it three years ago or almost four years ago now. I said, how did they get it through the door? And he's like, oh, it was in pieces. They put it together in there. Because originally what my office is originally started out as a home gym. Well, we determined that we were going to get way more use out of it as an office than a home gym. And so, yeah, so most of that stuff has been put into the garage. We have a three-car garage. And so on the third stall is kind of where all the, he has weight thing, like a weight bench thing. And I don't know. Anyways, I think it was a nice idea that we would have a home gym, but we don't. We literally have now made it into a beautiful office for me as I call it, the lady lair. And I think I shared on here that my husband and my son painted one of the walls. I have an accent wall. It is pink and it's perfect and I love it. So anyways, I'm really excited that I have a couch now in my office. I think it makes me feel like an adult. And also I told my husband, I said, well, and if we have a bunch of people ever stay with us again, like in the future when there is no COVID-19, um, not only do we have a guest bedroom, we also have a loft, but now we have this couch in this office as well. So we literally have, well, this one isn't a hide a bed, but someone could sleep on the couch, right? I mean, I feel like that was a thing. I feel like people do that. So we have our couch downstairs. We have a couch in our loft that is a futon. Oh no. Yeah. So we have a futon and a couch in our loft, but the futon turns into a bed. Obviously it's like a loveseat bed thing. And then we have a full guest bedroom. So, I mean, we could load this baby up. So if y'all want to come to Vegas in the future, you let me know, but that's in the future. Not right now. I'm not accepting any house guests currently. <laughs> Anyways. So now I've gone way far off topic of, of Independence Day of 4th of July. So no Star Spangled Spectacular for me this year, but I'm going to be enjoying it in my backyard and eating a hot dog or two, not a hundred like Joey Chestnut does. Anyways, I hope you have a wonderful 4th of July. I hope that you stay safe. Please make sure to extinguish your fireworks, put them in water for like at least an hour before you throw them away because they will reignite. And I know this firsthand because last year at the community I worked with, one of the houses got burned down because they didn't extinguish the fireworks appropriately. And just two days ago, we had uh, one of our patrol trucks catch on fire and is completely lost because fireworks were not properly extinguished and they were trying to clean up the road because people were setting off illegal fireworks. So that happened. So I'm telling you, please put them in a bucket of water, leave it overnight. Just make sure they're sitting in water. So just don't throw them in your trash can because you will catch your stuff on fire. I don't know if I had the E on this one or not. So that's why I said stuff. I think I did. 
Anyways, don't do that. Don't be like those people. Be smart. Don't pull your hands off either. There's always someone. There's always one. Anyways, okay. I'm done babbling. I hope you all have a great weekend and I look forward to catching up with you soon. Bye everyone. Bye.